This week on Casual Conversations on Adult Situations, red flags within the first two months of dating. One, two, three, four. After a few weeks, she's probably going to be having that behavior around her friends who she's been around for years. And then I'm thinking in the back of my head, well, do her friends know? But her friends are probably talking about her behind her back too. So it's yeah. like, it's a vicious cycle. But if... if like, uh, yeah, hey, uh, I'm 10 minutes late, but let's get this party started. Yeah. Like, no, everything's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a 10, but I drive way too aggressively. <laughs> so, so guns. Hey. Hey. Hey, Val. Hey, I I was talking to a friend the other day. We started playing this game called I'm a 10 but. And basically, you know, you add like a red flag after that. So it was like, I'm a 10 but I wear socks with sandals. (laughs) Something like that. Or I'm a 10 but. I wear jorts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not saying that for me. That'd be be like a fun. It's like, yeah, I'm a. I'm a ten, but uh, I uh, I don't like to share my food. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah. I'm a ten, but this is a callback. I don't pre-wash my dishes. <laughs> we, we we we've already established that <laughs> on a previous I've episode. I think we already established that you don't pre-wash your dishes. Um, well, I, I guess one for me would be uh, I'm a ten, but if, if you ever worked out with me, you know this. I sweat a lot, a lot, a lot. Like. Uh, a lot. It's like my, my body's pushing water out. <laughs> or like, I like to say, I'm a 10, but, I mean, I don't think this is a red flag. It depends on the per- person. I'm a 10, but I'm a baker, and you might get fat dating me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 10, and I'm going to make you eat everything. Um, <laughs> shove it down your throat. <laughs> oh, here's here's a good one. Here's uh-huh. a good one. Uh, and this is kind of scary, but as I've gotten older, I've learned how to control it better, but still, it, it, it does happen. I'm a 10, but uh, when I go out with my friends and I start drinking, like in one night, it's like I don't want to stop. Once I start drinking, I keep drinking and drinking and drinking. Yeah. They're like, keep the party going, man. <laughs> You're like the the life of the party. Oh, it it, it gets it gets brutal. It's uh, it's like I'm an alcoholic for one night. <laughs> it's like just don't just don't open the door. Yeah. yeah. Because if not, then. Well, then then I wake up the next day and it's like I don't want anything to do with alcohol for like 20 years. And the next weekend's like, hey, who wants to go out and have a beer? Uh, I guess I deserve one. I have to work it out all week. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very similar in that way. Like, hey, I don't stop. Give me, an, give, give me another one. Give okay. me another I'm a 10. I'm a 10, but I leave my shoes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're tripping over those bitches. Um, okay. That's the, uh, that would bug the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> oh, here. I'm a ten, but I don't like to iron. Hmm, that's what the that's what the dryer's for. Yeah, like that. They have that wrinkle release cycle. Yeah, now. I have some. But it's but nowadays, like I almost feel like if if you want to go to a nice place, you have to iron. I just fuck. I hate it. It's so tedious and boring. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring. <laughs> and I like folding. I hate ironing. <laughs> so tedious. Uh, I'm a ten. This is gonna kill some people. But <laughs> I'm a ten, but I don't like avocado. Eh, that's like a personal preference, though. I yeah. Mean, it, 
Some people want to take away my Latin card anytime I tell them. Yeah, but that's like that's like saying I'm a ten, but I don't like tomatoes. I'm Italian. It's、oh. the same thing. Like even my family, you, you, you don't like tomatoes. I fucking hate tomatoes. But I mean, as I've gotten older, I like them.、Mm-hmm. But it's like when I was a kid, like you put a t- like a sliced tomato in front of me, like、Ugh. I hated that shit.、Ugh. I'll eat tomato sauce all day because if it's cooked and it's oops, if it's cooked and、um, and like stewed and shit with like spices, hell yeah, I'll eat that shit. That tastes great. Yeah, you know? that's not, like that doesn't have to taste like grainy and bland. All right, I got I got one more. Okay, it's it's, it's kind of gross. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> my friend, my friends will back、oh, me up. Oh no. I'm I'm a ten, but I talk about pooping way too much. <laughs> you do talk about. I, pooping. I talk about pooping all the. I find it's I, like your bowel movements are very important to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think bowel movements are very important. Everyone's bowel. I think a regular movement schedule makes sure that you are healthy and that you know you. That's that's perfectly fine,、balances. but not everybody needs to know about but your bowel. But at、bowels. the same time, it's like, man, talking about to me, talking about poop is just fucking hilarious. It, it's just funny to me. It grosses people out, and I think it's hilarious. But again, it's just, you know. I'm not talking about like like smearing it on a wall or anything. Like, no, <laughs> gross.、Disgusting. But like I know, like because、like, I had a, I had a, I knew a, somebody who had a kid, a son who was、um, who had special needs, and one of the things he would do, he was he was severely profound, like a, a special needs. Like he was like 12 years old, but he acted like a two year old, three year old. Oh wow! It was really really profound,、mm-hmm. and he would like. Grab his poop, and he would like smear it on himself and on the walls. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, they'd have to take him out back sometimes. It, it sounds horrible, like because he was just covered in his own shit. Yeah. They would have to take him out back and hose him down in the backyard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like it sounds horrible, but they're like, we're not letting him in the house with shit all、right. over. He's gonna get shit all over everywhere. Exactly. So you know, they they, they obviously like they hose him down, then they wash him back there, and they dry him off, and everything, and then put him in the shower again when they got him inside. But yeah, so but anyway, see, like that's another thing. It's like yeah, like I have no problem talking about that, and it grosses people out. They're like, yeah, it's just poop. Yeah, it is just poop. Every everybody poops. poops sometimes, <laughs> but not everybody wipes. REM. So is that is that is that a good lead-in? <laughs> yes, that's a good lead-in. So today、uh, today we're talking about red flags. In dating, we—I mean—we talked about red flags like in the first couple of dates, but I think、um, after talking about it a little bit more, we've kind of like established that maybe this could happen after three dates. Yeah, like something that you you would、uh, see within like first month or two of dating a person. Yeah. Yeah, not like three months. At that point, it's like if if you've seen this at three months and you've already kept going, it's like you're you're invested. It's like you're in for the long run, buddy. You better get. Or, you, better, you, know, young you better、lady. sign up for the gym membership. <laughs> young lady, young man, you, you you better strap on because <laughs> strap on、um, <laughs> could be a red flag.、Um, <laughs> so don't check my top drawer. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm just kidding. I, I am kidding. Check please.、Um, right, so、uh, do you, do you want to start us off? Okay. So.、Um, I think the first one is like really important to me. Like I, I, I my you know my father's retired military,、mm-hmm. so I feel like people who are late, I think it's rude, especially like on a date. Ah, okay. On a date, like say so, I'm going to go to dinner, but if you communicate with me, hey, I'm running five minutes late. I'm running. I'm running ten minutes. Like I'm fine with that, but at least communicate with me. 
Gotcha. And so punctuality is very important. Punctuality is very important. Except like a house Communicative, party. like, you know, like communi- oh, yeah, like house parties, okay. Yeah, house parties are fine. Like I don't mind being late to those, but like... Well, most most Latinos <laughs> run on their Latin time. Yes, yes. We know, hey, uh, yeah, be at my house at 6. That means show up at 7.30. Yeah, and you know what? I'm usually the first one. I'll, I'll try to, like, I, in my head, I'm 15, 20 minutes late. But I'm punctual on the 15, 20 minutes late. Which is funny. I'm, I I go into college around a bunch of my friends who are Puerto Rican, which we talked about in the last episode. They would be on time to things, and I would be the one that would show up like 10, 15, 20 minutes late. And they'd be like, bro, you're the one that's running on Latino time right now. <laughs> yeah, you were saying that uh, a friend of yours said that you take really long to get ready. Oh, it's... <laughs> so, when I was younger... Um, it, okay, so it, it depends. Like, mm-hmm. if, if I'm just coming home from, from working out, it's like I take a quick shower. I'm mm-hmm. bald, so like I take a quick shower real quick, and I don't even, like, have to shave or anything because I don't, I don't shave every night. Yeah. Head, you know, I let it grow out a little bit. If I do that, you know, you get pimples all over your head. It's bad. Like, you break out just mm-hmm. like you would in your neck. Right. So, um, so I shave every few days. But when we have to go out and I want to get all prissed up and pretty, mm-hmm. oh, it takes me, like, a good hour, hour and a half. Yeah. It's bad. Um, but I will say when it has come to previous relationships, I've tried to be the first one ready to go just because I know if I have to shave and I have to like really, cause I used to shave like my chest and everything. Thank God I don't do that anymore. That would take like two, two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if I said do the chest and the arms and like everything, I don't want to get like, that was back when I was like lifting like heavy and I was mm-hmm. like 240 and I was jacked. So, but yeah, yeah, I do take Long story short, as you, usual, you do I do take, take quite a bit of time yes. getting ready sometimes. Yes. And I think the, the worst thing is, like, if you're late and you don't have a reason. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I was late just because I didn't want to get off my couch for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm like, hey, I'm running late. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> but, like, if you just show up and you're, like, acting like nothing's wrong, that would definitely irk me. It's like, uh, yeah, hey, uh, I'm 10 minutes late, but let's get this party started. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing, everything's okay. You know what's funny? Uh, so in my in my last relationship, uh, he was on time because he knew this was, like, really important to me. Ah, very he consistent. Was, he was on time in the beginning. So mm-hmm. then one day I go out to dinner with his parents, and I meet them up, and he's running late. And he's like... His mom's like, oh, he's late again. I'm like, what do you mean again? So he was consistently oh, wow. late, and he, he kind of, like, bamboozled me. Wow. He uh, he throwed... He, well, no, no, I wouldn't say he bamboozled you because mm-hmm. if he... Bam, bamboozled. Bam- I wouldn't say he bamboozled you mm-hmm. um, because he made an effort, I would say, to try to be on time. Yeah. But then eventually, you know, people then- don't change. And I'm... I, I'll be honest, I'm normally late because I mess up the schedules in my head. I think mm-hmm. I have more time than I actually do, which is why I'm late sometimes to things, because I think I have more time now. But if you made a conscious effort to be on time, I mean, I, I got to give a plus to that guy, you know? It's not too bad. I mean... Yeah. I just felt like he kind of, like... Uh, but the one time to fuck up was when you had dinner with his parents? Ooh. Yeah. But then after that, he started being late consistently. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like, that was his real pers- personality. Like you were saying, like the first two months, but I see your true <laughs> colors. All right, here it goes. Um, your turn. Uh, let's see. Um, 
uh, the one that sticks out to me the most at first, it, it's kind of a light one, but um, she continuously talks negatively about her family and friends. Ooh. Like, you know, at first, like, you go on a couple of days and she'll talk about them a lot, and then, but then within a while, all she does is, like, bitch and moan and complain about her friends and family, but she's, like, in front of, oh, what up, girl? Oh, my, I love you. Like, all, like, mm-hmm. but then she'll also do is, like, behind, like, just bitch and bitch about them. To me, that's, like, that's kind of like a two-faced quality where, you know, does that mean when she goes out with her friends, who she's bitching about, is she bitching about me to them? Mm, and true. the answer more than likely is yes because if she's having that behavior around me after a few weeks she's probably going to be having that behavior around her friends who she's been around for years and then I'm thinking in the back of my head well do her friends know but her friends are probably talking about her behind her back too so it's yeah. like it's a vicious cycle but if, if people are going to talk negatively about people sometimes when bad things happen but when you have a person who's consistently talking about their family and friends negatively and their family and friends from your perspective mm-hmm. you know aren't that bad then to me that's a red flag that means that they're looking to be I want to say superior to the people they're around yeah and they want to kind of control and dominate things in and in not a good way because there's some control and domination that should happen between both parties in a relationship mm-hmm. but like I feel like that right there tells me that that person wants to be in control a lot more and will be the first person to throw us, uh, throw someone under the bus. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I mean, if you can't say it to your friend's face, then you shouldn't say it at all. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. So, yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, rude to the wait staff or the wait people. Oh. Yeah, that is, that is a big no-no. Because if you're rude to them, then obviously, like, you might be trying to impress me at that moment. But if... Like something happens. I guess as a as a person who's been a server for many years, mm-hmm. I I would say it depends on the server sometimes too because I I can understand if you get frustrated if the service is shitty, right? If the service is horrible, definitely let that that server know. But at the same token, if you just start off the evening as a dick, I, as a server, oh man, this fucking. I would go out of my way to be as nice as pie to you, mm-hmm. so that way the more of a dick you were, the nicer I was, so that way you look more like a dick. Yeah. You know? Um, that's, that's the perfect way to approach it. Oh, of course. Of course. But that's just, yeah. That just means, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, that means like you feel like people are beneath you. Yeah. And They're the, they're the help, or like they don't... The help. <laughs> the help. <laughs> there's a there's definitely a caste system, and you're at the top of it. <laughs> my man and woman servants shall wine and dine me while I sit here and put on my loafers in front of my lovely uh, fireplace. Do, 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 do your loafers have pennies or quarters? My loafers have dollar bills. <laughs> I'm not cheap. And I made sure they're folded by the tiniest of hands so they can fit in those little slots. That just reminds me of the show that with the girl that shrinks. Uh, oh, the one who. Okay, so for those that uh, that don't know what uh, Miss V over here is talking. About, oh, Miss V, there you go. We were hey. talking about Gen Gen V, this new show on. Uh, I we, we can't really say because I don't know if we're allowed to say it. Are we allowed to? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's on Amazon. I'm, we're not like doing any like promotion for them or anything, but the show is really good. So this this chick shrinks in the show. And she's tiny. She's folding the tiniest of dollar bills to the, put into the loafers. Oh yeah, I could hire her to do that. Actually, 
But see, personally, I was thinking, and and here we go. I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna start using this word on the show. I was thinking more of, of, of the midget population. Oh, I see. This is, this is so horrible. I love, and that's another thing. I love that word midgets. We're just, it's it's gonna come out, so it might as well come out now. Midget to me is a funny word now. So all the little people out there that listen, I, I do love you to death. I think I think you're wonderful people. I worked with little people when I was a bouncer. I know it sounds kind of funny, but like you know, mm-hmm. I worked with little people that were promoters when I was a bouncer. Wonderful people to work with, but the word midget to me is just a funny ass word. <laughs> it's just a funny word, um, like midget wrestling. I used to go watch midget wrestling as a kid with my dad. Um, so anyway, moving on. We were talking about uh, how he he treats the wait staff. Yeah. So I guess from my perspective, yeah, I think I think if if a, a woman I was dating was being a little bit more on the uppity side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that would show me. Now, again, I, I got to fall back because I've been to a lot of restaurants lately where when I was growing up, the service was good. Yeah. And lately the service has been sub... I've been to a lot of restaurants where the service has been subpar. People are nice, but this, they're not checking up on you. They're not refilling drinks regularly. Mm-hmm. They're not getting things out on time. And I don't know if it's the economy or whatnot, or, but like that, that's a bad bad experiences in the last few months when it comes to service in restaurants. Yeah. I, I think it has a lot to do with COVID and people leaving their jobs. Blame the virus. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> What's another uh, one for you? Um, her gallery is full, like her gallery on her phone is full of selfies. Oh. Or that her like Instagram is full of selfies. Or her Facebook is full of, of selfies. selfies. And we're talking not just like vacation self. I get vacation selfies. Yeah, of course. You know, you yeah. want a nice background. You want a picture of yourself. That I get. I'm talking. Hey, got a latte today at uh, Starbucks. Look at me in my latte <laughs> selfie. Oh, hey, just driving. My hair looked awesome. Selfie. Like I, I know people like that, and it's horrible. I have to say that. And it's the same picture over and over again, by the way. I have to say. So I'm going to like disagree with you a little bit and only because you also mentioned a lot of selfies on their phone ah true and i feel that if you're not posting it but you have it on your phone like what's the difference well the difference to me is that you have like all these pictures on your phone mm-hmm. or you're put or either either if you have it on your phone you're putting them out that you're taking all of them so you're constantly judging yourself and you're asking if you're putting them out there, mm-hmm. then you're asking other people for judgment. And right. that means that you want their I, to, to me, you want their praise, their their approval, the approval. Thank you. Yeah. you know, their glorification. Um, whereas if you have it on your phone, you're you you're looking for things wrong with you. You're trying to find you're trying to get glorification from yourself. So either way you're going, it's like to me. It shows the signs of extreme insecurity. Like I have selfies on my phone too, but some of them are because like I'll make a funny selfie and I'll send it out to my friends in like my gym group because like I'll be like I'll make a funny face and send it to them, and that just stays on my phone. Yeah. Um, but like I remember dating a girl and she was trying to show me a picture on her phone and she had to scroll down through all these selfies. A lot of them were like the same pose, the same face in different areas. So that's why I'm saying like a lot of when you see these pictures, it's the same picture, 
you look the exact same, your eyes look the same, your nose looks the same, your mouth looks the same, you're in the same fucking pose, you do the same fucking smile because that's your, like, fucking smile. Yeah. But it's just like a different hairstyle or a different background. So really, your face is the same. So to me, it's the same picture over and over and over again. So why not mix it up a bit? Why not, like, put some funny pictures out there or some shit? Like, like to me, a, a woman that's willing to be a little bit silly... It, they, they take things with a grain of salt. They, la- they laugh at life a little bit yeah. more and they don't take their appearance as serious because, I, I mean, women should take, everybody should take their appearance seriously. Don't get me wrong. But they don't base their entire life on what people think of them based on how they look. Right. right. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I can say like on my phone, I do have pictures of myself, but I, one, I don't really post a lot of myself. And because like, I don't want to... Because I know that if I'm doing that, like, consciously, like, I know that I'm seeking approval from somebody. Yeah. So, like, that's... And I, and honestly, like, I don't want that kind of attention. And then secondly, um, I do take a lot of pictures of myself, but, like, a lot of it's for, like, weight loss progress. Well, no, that's, that's yeah. completely different. Like, if you're taking pictures of yourself every week and you're comparing mm-hmm. that product. I mean, I've done that too. I had yeah. to do that. Well, I mean, I had to do it for my commercial for a Joxica years ago. Um, but like, that's, to me, that's different. And if you're doing that, like you're doing like, it, there's a difference between taking a, bo- a full body picture mm-hmm. for a weight loss progress and you doing the same pose in the bathroom or yeah. in your kitchen or in, in front of your front door <laughs> or out by your car in your driveway. <laughs> yeah. And then while you're driving and then you stop at a racetrack for a Coke, got to take another selfie. Yeah. Like there's some people that, and I know you and I know some people like yes. this and we're not trying, I'm not trying to be mean. There's men and women. Mm-hmm. We know both men and women yes. like this. And and to me, it's like, I want to say something to them. But at the same time, I feel like, you know what? It's their life. They have to figure it out on their own. Yeah. You know? And and if they don't, it's it's not my job to fix it. It's theirs. There was a, there's this, there is this guy that I know. And then a friend of mine was interested in him. And the guy, like, posts a lot of selfies of himself. Mm. And I said, it's definitely a red flag if the guy that you're dating has more selfies on social media than you do. Oh, hell yeah. Like 100%. That is a that is a vanity check. Yes. That dude is so vain. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And he, yeah, anyway. That's a man who will leave you for himself. <laughs> he's, so, like, he's like, I, I no, like no. me too much. I don't need you in my life. <laughs> it's not that I don't love you. It's that I love myself more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, I love me some me, and you're just not in the picture. But you know what? Here's a nice parting gift. Here's a selfie. Here's a selfie of me. I framed it. You can cherish it forever. How do you feel about women sending pictures, selfies to you? Well, I mean, if it's to me, that's, you know, like, mm-hmm. they, they took a selfie for me. It's like, you know, hey, I just wanted to say hi to you. And they took a selfie for me, and they sent it to me. That's one thing. You know, it's like, hey, I'll... I'll send a picture back too, mm-hmm. and sometimes those are in my phone. And it's like, why do I fucking have this picture of me? Because I'll forget that I've sent that picture to somebody. Like, oh yeah, I sent this to that person sometime. But like, and I want to erase them out of my phone because I'm like, I'm not this vain. I don't want these fucking things in there. <laughs> sometimes I just do it like I'm, and I'm. So this, like, going back to the selfie thing, mm-hmm. if you continuously take, you're in the same position, and you got to take like 15 or 16 pictures. Mm-hmm. You got to take 15 or 16 mm-hmm. pictures to try to get the right one. I'm that guy that just like, you, you've seen before, I'm like, one picture, 
And if it looks like horrible because like like my face was in it, so I'm like, hey, we got to take another one. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll just go natural. Okay, we're good. One picture. That's it. That's all I need. Yeah. That's it. Well, like, why do you do you think it, if a woman sends selfies to guys, there's some problem with that? Or no, no, it's just I I guess they're looking. If I'm sending a selfie to somebody, then I'm seeking. Obviously, I'm seeking their like not approval, but like. I'm seeking some sort of praise. Yeah. Well, like, if you're dating someone, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like As long as you're not sending that selfie to like five other guys. No, no, I don't do that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, oh. <laughs> but like that's that's what I'm saying. So if a person takes selfies all the time, and let's say they're posting it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to be getting a lot of attention from men. We see that. Yeah, uh, yeah. We just see that in society as, as a whole. Yes. So then you're dating this person. And how, do you, how many guys are fucking dropping in their DMs? Mm-hmm. How many guys are they ignoring? How many guys are they... Um, entertaining in their DMs just by DMing and then who knows because no offense as, str- as smart as a woman is if a, if a guy the guys can be manipulative oh yeah very man- I mean we all know guys can be very manipulative we've seen it well, it's women too and women too but it, this, it's part of human nature if you want something you can manipulate ways to get it yeah and you know you could be dating this girl and somebody could manipulate her to go out with them and like Cheat on you, shit. There's a lot of different, um, mm-hmm. a lot of different scenarios. Now, if your person, if the person that you're with happens to be like, let's say you're dating a celebrity. Yeah. I mean, I've never dated a celebrity, but I've dated a very popular person. Now, there's a difference, and you have to kind of go along with that presence. And there has to be, I mean, there has to be the communication. There. Like you said, we, we talked about this before. Communication mm-hmm. is number one. And if you're communicating with a person. But you have that celebrity status. As long as you're staying in constant communication with that person, they should have probably no worry about what you're doing. But like, you know, we're gonna have to post stuff eventually, and I'm gonna have to put my face out there. You're gonna have to put your face out there. We're gonna have to put our personalities out there, and I don't want that affecting any relationship in the future. I know you probably don't either. Right. Yeah. So, so there is a fine balance. But I'm talking about those, like, just those local women that like you go on random dates with and you go on their Instagram profile and you're scrolling and you're, you're, you're finger scrolling like you've swiped up like seven or eight times and there's it's like all selfies well there's like an occasional dog picture in there somewhere <laughs> maybe like a dog picture maybe like a picture of a tree like a random tree or flower because yeah. I see those like random flowers or like random sayings yeah. like you are stronger than you know and then there's a picture of you <laughs> you are so bad with the you're with the with the, with the affirmations yeah no, like, you are much stronger than people say you are <laughs> I have like affirmations all over my house give me one of them <laughs> let's see you're strong and courageous ah uh, your farts lighten up a room <laughs> by making people leave. Say, what's in them? You're smart and driven. You are smart and driven. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a 10, but I drive way too aggressively. <laughs> That's true, too. Um, okay, so so that was my selfie one. Okay. Which we took a, a little too long, I'm sorry. but it's, No, no, it's fine. It was a good, it was a good conversation. Yeah. So, uh... I, th- I think you have something like, something similar to this one, but um, you that they aren't present, like they're on their phone. Yeah, that was a, that was like the second component of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're not present. That's another red flag. Do you want to expand a little bit more? Because because we're just saying like they're on their phone, but like expand a little bit more on that for me. Like you're talking to them and they're definitely distracted, or like something else is more important during the date. 
is this with or without ADHD? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think ADHD. That's. I mean, that's something you have to deal with on your own. Yes, honey, I'm listening to you, squirrel. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, like constantly distracted, like always on their phone, or like not like listening to what you're saying, or they're just they're just I don't know, clocked out. Mm. And I'm talking about, like, on a date. Well, I mean, that the date represents, like, what the future will hold, so. Yeah, because technically now you've been dating this person for, you know, it's like maybe your fourth or fifth date now, mm-hmm. and you're really starting to see some things open up. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like, you know, the first few dates they seem interested, but now it's like they, they meet you up, and they, like, talk for, like, five minutes, and they're just in their phone. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, I see where I see where this is going. I see this a lot with, I'm going to age myself. I see this a lot with younger people. The youths. The youths. The youths. Yes. Like my cousin Vinny said, the two youths. The two youths. Um, like, cause yeah, I, so I have like young, much younger sorority sisters. And I now notice that they're on their phone a lot. You're in a sorority? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. I know. Oh my God. Um, so it, it, you're saying the younger generation spends way more time conversing through screen and technology than they do face-to-face? Yes. Newsflash. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like groundbreaking. Yeah, I know. It's, it, I mean, this is... In the, we, we're eventually going to have a, uh, an episode. For those that don't know, we're eventually going to have an episode on education um, because we both have worked in the education field before. And this is kind of part of what we were talking about, too. Like, this generation, they just... Um, they're raised on the screens mm-hmm. and it becomes addicting. Like the fact that, you know, we're not looking at screens now. Sometimes it does bother me because I become addicted to YouTube and I have no problem saying that. I'm a 10, but I'm addicted to YouTube. <laughs> um, but I watch a lot of educational videos, a lot, a lot of philosophy videos, stuff like that on there. I try not to watch stupid, dumb videos, like just people playing video games. Although I do watch those sometimes because yeah. I'm interested in the video game, but I'll watch like one or two of them. But I, don't, I know people that spend hours watching that shit. Yeah, um, I do tend to do it when I'm bored. I did too tend to do, do the ticky talk. Yeah, but it's it's something that's part of our society now. Mm-hmm. But when you when you can't put your phone down, like I could put my phone in my room and get away from it. Yeah, same. Um, I can go read a book. I can play a vi- <laughs> play a video game. It's not much better. <laughs> but I could go for a walk. I could mm-hmm. go to the gym. Um, you know, I can do things. Like I like I like going out and playing flag football. I love putting my phone down and like, I remember one weekend I just didn't touch my phone and this was a couple months back. I didn't touch my phone for an entire weekend. And the peace I found that weekend was amazing. I didn't worry about anybody. I didn't care about what anybody was doing. I only cared about myself. And that's not selfish, but honestly, I needed a weekend for me. Yeah. You need those sometimes. And it was like, I, I was cut off from the world, but I was okay with it because it reminded me of when I was a kid, mm-hmm. when we were all cut off from the world, when we didn't need to know everybody's business. And I feel like, yeah, if a person's attached to their phone, they're more cared about other people and their business than they are about you. That's true. They're worried about what people think of them. Mm-hmm. And they post way too many selfies. Or they're more worried about other people than they are about themselves. Yeah. Because that, that's kind of the flip side of the selfie. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not posting about themselves, but they're always on social media, clapping, clap, clap, clap. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, if they're, I just totally lost my train of thought, David. If they're always um, on, social media. on social media looking up what other people are doing, mm-hmm. they're not bettering themselves. They're not like 
fulfilling their lives. They're they're going to try to keep up with other people, but they're not going to be original. They're going to be, oh, this person's doing this. I need to do this. This person, I need. Like, you know, be yourself. Right. Be. 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 be yourself. It's another uh, one for you. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So this one. I dated a woman in the past, and this should have been a red flag in the first few months, but of course, back when you were a horny, horny young man, <laughs> driven by your genitalial juices, <laughs> um, you you tend to let this go, and a lot of guys let this go, and I'm letting you guys out there know that this is a big red flag. You need to be very aware of this if this happens um, within the first two months. She dresses way too provocatively for the environment. What do you mean by provocative? Um, okay, so I, I want to think of a good instance that mm-hmm. I that I can put out there without this person knowing. Um, all right, for example, I went to a wedding once and I brought this person as a date, mm-hmm. and their skirt was so short that when they sat down, mm-hmm. I mean, they should have had like a nice, nice wedding, not not wedding dress, but like a nice dress you wear to a wedding. Right. A wedding dress, you know what I meant. Yeah. Like a, a wedding, wedding occasion dress. Wedding guest dress. Correct. Yes. Their skirt was so short and their cleavage was cut down so low. Wow. And it's like they almost didn't have a back at all. So it was like, it was almost like what a stripper would wear. I hate to say it, but it was a little bit more conservative than a stripper would wear, but that's not saying much. Right. Like, to the point where, and, and she was wearing like string um, thong, thong. Mm-hmm. that was white okay and when she got drunk she got rather moist in the britches okay so you could kind of see through them and she was sitting down with her legs spread at a, at a wedding I mean like so that was to me that was one instance um, another instance let's say you're going out to dinner with your family mm-hmm. and it's the first time this person's meeting your family. You kind of want to put on a good impression. Right. Now, you don't want this person to change who they are. But if... Well, actually, technically... Okay, so we're dating in two months. So technically, I don't know if you want to introduce them to your family at this point if this shows up. But if you've already introduced them to your family, then you're kind of fucked at this point. Right. So, like, if they... Let's say they met your family uh, informally. But your family wants to take you out to a formal dinner. Mm-hmm. And then they wear something that, like, really is more... What I mean by provocative is like, you want I, I want a woman to be able to feel feminine, but at the same time, I don't want her looking like a fucking whore in front of my parents. Right. You know. And your parents are older. Oh yeah, my my, my mom and my dad are both in their eighties now, which is crazy. Um, so they're old school, and I know parents nowadays are probably different, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I would think that a parent. Or I would think you would want, as a person, to show respect to your parents. And even as a guy, it, it, going going on the flip side, yeah. I don't want to just talk about women in this. I want to talk about men, too. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in an instance, like, you're going out with a guy, and he shows up to a nice dinner with your family dressed like a total fucking slouch, like board shorts and, like, sandals and, like, a fucking tank top. Or, yeah. And he looks all messy, or like a backwards hat, and he has a shade, like, he looks scraggly as shit. Like, to me, that's... Okay, so... I should say, instead of she, because in my case, obviously, it's a list of she's, but um, in the case of a red flag as a person in general, Mm -hmm. they dress poorly for the occasion, okay? Now, there's a slip-up sometimes. Sometimes you overdress for an occasion. To me, that's okay. 
Yeah. Because at least, oh shit, you put effort into dress nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a little overdressed. But, eh, you know, people forgive you. Take your tie off, loosen up your shirt, whatever you know. Yeah. But if you don't dress well, there's not much you can do to change that unless you leave and go to fucking TJ Maxx and buy some shit. Yeah. You know. I totally get what you're saying. I see what you're tossing over here. Yeah. I'm not saying that women cannot dress to look good mm-hmm. at all and show off their wonderful assets. But understand the situation. And men, same thing. Like, men need to understand the situation. If you're going to somewhere nice, put on a pair of fucking slacks, bro. Yeah. It's not that hard. And they're not that expensive anymore. 12 pa- There you go. Here's, here is a free plug for 32 <laughs> Below. My favorite fuck, or no, 32 Degrees. 32 One of my degrees. favorite brands of clothing. You can buy a pair of khakis for like 15 bucks, and they're stretchable, and they last for years. And I fucking love them. I still wear them. 32 Degrees. You can find it at Costco. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, their underwear is amazing. That sounds so gross. Guys, you gotta check out this underwear. It totally cups the package like none other. Oh my goodness. I've ever seen those uh, those underwear like on Instagram with the, the, the pocket for the... For yeah, the, 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 the pouch. The pouch? The pouch. <laughs> the, uh, it's, a, it's got a little pouch and you need to go... <laughs> going like, that's from a show from Letter Kenny. It's like oh it's got a little God. pouch where you can just put your boys in there like <laughs> Alright, so the next one I have is like overly aggressive, like love bombing, like you know, um, or like sexually aggressive. Okay, so so yeah, we got, like we got two sides days. of a coin here. So either really too emotionally aggressive or too physically aggressive. But not physically aggressive like Menacingly, like physically aggressive in bed. Or... So, I, no, I'm I'm talking about like in the, like in the first couple of dates, because I think I think physically aggressive in bed depends on your preference. Without consent. Is oh, what without I'm consent. Yes. Yes, without consent. Like 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 you, you have sex with a person the first time and everything's like pretty good, but then the second time you have sex with them, they're like, all right, bitch, and shove their head down your fucking pillow. Yes. Eat the fucking pillow. Were you telling me a story the other day? Similar to that? Uh, that uh, was a movie. Oh, um, it was a movie. I it was a movie. I, I, and I keep thinking it was Le- one of Leo DiCaprio's first movies. He was like twelve years old, and his mom. Uh, I can't. It was not Lord. I, I can't remember the actress who played his mom, but his stepdad was played by Robert De Niro. And I remember seeing this as a kid, and it freaked me out because I I thought it was like rape on in a movie. Um, and it was like Leonardo DiCaprio's mom married this guy, and they hadn't had sex yet. Because, you know, back then it was like, you know, it was in the 50s or 60s mm-hmm. or something, you know, so you dated, then you got married, then, you know, you, I mean, I guess, but whatever. All I know is they just got married, it was their honeymoon night, and they're they're kissing each other over the threshold. Like in the movies, you know, they can't, they, they can't stop kissing each other, yeah. they're all over each other, they get to the bed, they start, they do lay down on the bed, he gets on top of it, they start making out, right? And then, like, he pulls his pants off, she pulls her pants on, and they're still, in, she's like in a... They had a small wedding, so she's like in one of those like sundress wedding dresses, like, okay. like you know, like a, a, a comfortable one, nothing yeah. like fancy. Okay. And so he flips her ass over, and well, I should say it like that, but he flips her over, mm-hmm. and he like he like puts her, he like gently pushes pushes her back down, and she's like, I want to look at you, and then he pushes her back down again, and she goes, No, but I want to look at you, and then he grabs her head and slams it down, and he goes, We either have a doggy style or sideways, and that's it. And I was like, Whoa. Wow. That's and that was like, that freaked me out. I never, ever wanted to, as a kid, when I saw that, I'm like, I never want to put a woman in that position. I guess that made me want to like 
never do that as a man because that scared me. I, was like, I, I thought of my mom in that situation or I thought of like my sister or I thought of my cousin. You know, my cousin Ashley yeah. was like a little girl at the time and I thought like somebody doing that to her when she grew up and I was like, oh, yeah. I never want to do that to a woman. That's, I mean, that's, I'm happy you learned that lesson early in life. Yeah. Now, if, if a woman asks me to do it, even I feel uncomfortable doing it because I'm a strong person. So mm-hmm. I'm like, are you sure you want me to shove your head into the bed? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here goes nothing. Okay. Don't want to break your neck. So I'm like, I can bench press over 250 pounds. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of force. So uh, I did. So I did date somebody, like, but at the at the time, like I was when I was younger in my twenties, I was very insecure, and like this person that I started dating, well, I I'm, he was like a friend of a friend, like my. He was my cousin's roommate or something like that. And within the first time we hung out, like I would, not the first time, the second time we hung out, we already slept together. And by the third time, he was already asking me to be his girlfriend. How old are you at the time? I was 20, oh my goodness, 27. Okay, it's just for context purposes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was thinking either early 20s or mid 20s, but okay, yeah, late yeah. 20s. Late 20s. And I, because I thought he was like absolutely gorgeous, and I was like, this man, you know, likes me. That's just crazy, and I, I just went with it. But okay. he was super love bombing. Like, he was, you know, very into me, very possessive, really quick. Ooh. Yes. I Big mean, red flag. Oh yeah. That's I, another control issue. Oh yeah. There was like one time uh, after, because I, I, I was engaged to him. There was everything for how twice. long? Um, I was engaged to him for almost a year. Now, question: When did the love bombing start? Like, it was in the beginning. Like, like how far in the beginning? Like within like, like the two first weeks? two, two, three days. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, how long did you know each other beforehand? I had just met him. And he said, "I love you" within the first three days. I think maybe he took a little long, maybe a week or two, but Holy it was like really fast. Yeah. It was really fast. Wow. And like the way he proposed to me was weird too. It was. Let, let's let, let's open this Pandora's box. <laughs> okay. what, what? How how did this happen? How did he propose to you? So okay, so he was in the military. Okay. Okay, so he uh, he enlisted in the in the military, and at that time you would get like a bonus. Ah. Right. Oh, because if you were married, no. Not if you're married. No, right? no, not if you're married. Okay. Just like if you enlisted, you would get like a bonus. Oh, just an enlistment bonus. Yes, okay, yes, I thought yes, you yes. got a bonus if you like had a like if you got right. more money if you had family. I'm sorry. Well, it's, I mean, this should have been another red flag. At three months into dating, he told me he was still legally married. Hmm. What? Yes. This this relationship was really bad. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, so how long had he not? been with his wife even though he was still legally married um a few years so they were were they legally separated or they were just separated on their own they're separated on their their own like so they, she then lived, they legal like she lived a completely different state he had three kids oh shit yeah how old were they um at the time they were pretty young like Huey Dewey and Louie daughter his daughter was like maybe nine ten no wait Maybe wait, wait, so seven, this guy, eight. you were 27. How old was this guy? Like in his mid-30s? No, no, no. Early, like, he he started young. 
Oh, so it was like a high school sweetheart type thing, or maybe yeah. like yeah, okay, gotcha, yeah. Yeah. gotcha. So okay, I, I can understand that. Like I yeah. can understand like you, you were you were a high school sweetheart, you had kids, and then you grew apart. Like I get like I've seen I've known friends like that. Right. Well, she, he caught her cheating on him with his best friend in their bed. <laughs> so that was. <laughs> what? So okay, so <laughs> that is... actually explains a lot more about the situation mm-hmm. because that man was hurt. Oh yeah. So the fact that he started love bombing you, that was yep. like a, that was a severe, uh, recorrection. Yes. That was a very severe recorrection. He was trying to hold on to something. If he had just continued probably being the same person and realized it had nothing to do, like, I mean, I'm sure that he did, because it always takes two to tank, I'm sure that there were things that he did in the relationship that didn't make it easy for her mm-hmm. and vice versa. Right. But that was her choice. Mm-hmm. And if he probably is. He probably just needed to move on and meet somebody else. He didn't know her correct like that, but that's bad. Yeah. yeah that, that was, I've done that. I'm not going to, I did that in my early 20s. I've scared a lot of women away by doing that. So I know that's a red flag because I, I learned really quickly when I was really young in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Like if you said, oh, I love you. I really want to get together with you. This is going to be great. We're going to have kids. Like, and women are like, whoa, back the fuck up, bro. Mm-hmm. You need to chill. You are desperate. There's something wrong with you. Like women start thinking all this shit. Like there's something wrong with you. You're you're codependent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, and a lot of that really has to do with the fact that when we're young men, we want to be loved. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't say it, but we really want. Uh, I think a lot of guys just really just want to know we have someone there and that that loves us mm-hmm. in the long run, and, and we want. I, I think it goes both ways. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. Um, but we have to be rather manly about it. And so, but was he love bombing in front of the people, though? Or was it just he the was, two of you? He was, there was one instance where we went to uh, a housewarming party for some friends of mine. And oh, this is... And then one... So I had some history with some people there, with a couple that was there. Gotcha. And um, he, Like you dated the guy in the couple? No. We... Me and the couple had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you had when you were younger and you were in your experimental phase. Yes. You and the couple had a good time together. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay, so then. But that was in the past. Yes. So I was with him, and the the husband from that relationship. I guess he said something sexual to me, or I don't remember exactly what it was, but my ex got really hostile with him. Ooh. Like in front of all these people, which I'm like, which is a big no-no to me. Like, you, we can have an argument, but arguments are meant to be like done in private. You know what I mean? Correct. I don't believe in having arguing in front of people. It it, it, it makes both of you look bad. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Horribly, it makes both both the people in the relationship look horrible if you're arguing. If it, but it. You have to let the person know that something bothers you. Like he should have let you know ahead of time that you know if he if he says something, it's probably going to bother me. So you might want see if that happened in my case, and I knew that was in the past. Mm-hmm. As long as they weren't trying to like do it again, yeah, without my permission yeah. <laughs> and allowing me to watch <laughs> and maybe join in. Um, no, but like if it's one of those things where okay, I, I knew that was something that happened. Mm-hmm. But we all have our past. Right, we all have past. So, okay, I mean, cool, whatever. I've bumped into people in parties I've had sex with when I've been with another person, mm-hmm. you know? And it's... It's the past. It, it, it happens. It's We're sexual creatures. We're sexual beings. We're human beings. Yeah. You know, so... 
but that's just fucked up. That's kind like, of fucked up. I moved, he moved in with me, I think maybe a month or two after we started dating. Red like flag. It, it was like, it went really fast. That's a red flag. Yeah. That's a huge, if a person wants to move in with you within the first like three months of dating you, I think that's, to me, then again, some people are like, oh, but if you know, you know. I'm a six month person. Okay. I'm a six month person. I, I think you should date a person six months and that's a good enough time to figure out. You really get to know their mannerisms. You really get to know a lot of their nuances. And I think six months is enough time for you to figure out, okay, don't want this person. Because then, yes, if you make the choice at the end of six months, you still got a few months of finding a place. Yeah. So if anything happens to pop up after that, after you've already made that yes choice and you're looking mm-hmm. for places, then you could still back out and say no because you haven't committed to getting right. a place together yet. Yep. So to me, six months is good because by that point you shouldn't back out and say no because you should already know the person. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. And I mean, you're probably, you know, spending the weekends with them anyway Mm -hmm. and like know a little bit about a little bit. You would think by that, by that point, because you know, in the beginning it's like, you know, maybe one day a week or, you know, one day every two weeks. And then you get to that eventual point where you want to start seeing each other more and more. Mm -hmm. And then by six months you should be seeing each other, I would think every weekend or at least, you know, one night a week plus a weekend Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um... So, yeah, that should give you plenty of time, especially if you had sleepovers and you can see their habits. Yeah, like you leaving know, shoes everywhere. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> if I trip over your shoes on the way to your house next time to do this fucking podcast, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to say something. I'm going to take it. I'm going to throw, throw a shoe to throw and be like, damn it, woman. Pick up your damn shoes. Um, all right. Uh, I got another one. Here. Okay, go. Go for it. Because th- that was a good one to talk about, though. I like mm-hmm. that one. Um. Actually, I got a few more. I'm trying to pick a good one here because I'm going to say this one, but then again, this generation is a little different. She's mm-hmm. still, she's over 30 and she still lives with her parents. Yeah, it's expensive out there. It is. It is. And nowadays I, I could understand ladies if you're 30 or guys, if you're 30 and you still live with your parents, but hopefully you're saving up some fucking money. Yeah. For Are you God's having intentions sakes. to like go out on your own or yeah, buy don't, a property or something? Don't don't be like living with your parents and spending your last dime going out partying every fucking weekend. Oh, that's yeah. just fucking that's, stupid. That's another red flag. Yeah. Oh, that yes, yes. Okay, so let me let me correct that. They're over thirty, living with their family, and they're not saving for their future, which actually leads into the red flag I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, this person is you're seeing mm-hmm. doesn't have any clear or conscious goals for the future. They're vague ambitions. Yeah. But they're always harping on you about your goals and your successes and what you want to be. Because I feel like if, if they're if they're if they're not goal setting for themselves, if they're not trying to make themselves a better person, they're gonna be feeding off you. They're gonna be hanging yeah. on your coattails and trying to ride your right. successes. Instead of, okay, you have these goals, I have these goals, but we can also meet our goals separately and we can create we can create goals together. Yeah, and I think I think in any relationship, it's always great to support somebody's goals. Because, yeah. I mean, that's what a partner is for, you know, like to encourage, to maybe have some ideas that you might might have not had. But what if your partner's goal goal is to become a flying Elvis? I mean, if that's what you want to do, you that's what you want to do. I'm going to support you, as long as like it doesn't like hinder. Like, it doesn't hinder the relationship in a way that, like, communication is, like, torn down or mm. you're uh, taking away whatever their love languages or, like, if it's, like, spending time with them or something like that to the point where your partner doesn't feel fulfilled anymore. 
or like it's taking away from like finances in the home like if you're you know Correct. married and things like that yeah absolutely because because no financially security uh, yeah. financial security in this day and age is, is a must yeah that's like one thing that i've struggled with in the past it's like i've always had to be the the financially secure one but that's another story mm-hmm. <laughs> that we can talk about later yeah yes <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's. I'm trying to think of another one. Like, I, I have a couple of ones here. I'm, I'm just going to throw a few out, like uh, that are just we don't have to, like jump on, but just like she wears way too much makeup. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's just it, to me that means they're hiding something. Like I have a friend of mine that we went to a conference together, and he and he was like a, I was separated at the time and mm-hmm. he was like I'll be your wing man and you be my wing woman gotcha and we would like point out different people I think we've done that for each other before actually we've gone out and we've done that for yes, each other yes 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 we have so yeah. um, we I would point out somebody he's, he's like oh she has too much makeup and I'm and mm-hmm. for me I, I I was like oh she's really pretty but mm-hmm. I, I don't like notice and I was like her skin looks really good you know <laughs> like you get up close to that. That skin is powdery, fresh yeah, like a motherfucker. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I have an, like an ex of mine that didn't like fake eyelashes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because I remember you, you you were asking me where, when we were um, yeah. like, talking about, like, not red flags, but like, things that annoy you. Because you asked me, like, what do you think? Because you randomly asked me what I think about fake yeah, eyelashes. And I'm like, they don't bother. They, why would they, they bother me? They're yeah, just fake eyelashes. Yeah, that didn't like them. Like, he didn't. He was like, no plastic surgery. Like, no fake eyelashes. Like, don't change anything about you. Like, it's too much. I, uh, and when I was dressing, younger, I felt that way, too. Yeah. And then dressing provocatively if I showed too much cleavage. But baby, you got amazing rat. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see that because you see, if, if I'm with a girl that's got a big, that is busty. Yes. I don't want to be rude. If I if, if I if I'm with a woman that is that is rather busty, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I mean, if she wants to show off her cleavage as long as she's not showing off her nipples. I mean, because you know they make a lot of those low cut shirts yeah. for bigger, bigger oh yeah, breasted like, women. So I, it's like sometimes you kind of have to. I, I after. Uh, <laughs> After breaking up, I bought a whole bunch of like really low cut shirts, <laughs> and I started wearing them out. And I'm like, I don't fuck care. this thing. I'm show my titties. <laughs> I'm show my titties everywhere. <laughs> Tod titties on display. And I'm like, you know, like I'm I'm old, like I'm 40, and they're still in a pretty good position for my age. Like they're not super saggy. Like I'm kind of proud of them. You know. I feel the same way about my balls. <laughs> They haven't, they haven't, they haven't dropped down to the knees yet. You know, they're not dragging and, you know, this, this, okay. So my dad, growing up, my dad had a shit ton of playboys and like penthouses and stuff. And, uh, and, uh, as I think I, I don't know if I told you this in the last show or not. I don't know if I shared this with our audience. As a little kid, I used to crawl down into the basement and my brother would be working out down there with his friends and we had a couch and behind the couch my dad had these boxes of playboys and penthouses right so mm-hmm. i was introduced to like the feminine form at a very young age because i'm a curious person being left-handed and mm-hmm. curious like a cat i'm a leo so um and i would obviously read these playboys and penthouses as a kid mm-hmm. and believe it or not and this is and people are going to cringe it when i say this but i got better at reading by actually reading playboy <laughs> I'm not kidding. I would read. I would read the adult articles when I was a kid, and I actually learned a lot of mature things at a young age 
that maybe I wasn't ready for, but then when I asked my parents about them, they're like, how'd you know about this? And, but they at least explained it to me to a point where I could understand it. And I think even though it was like a shock to them, it wasn't like anything bad because they're like, well, he's going to find out about this eventually. So they would tell me and it wouldn't be a big deal to me like it was to other kids when like they were going through puberty. Oh, you got a dick and you're jerking off. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of part of what we do. Yeah. <laughs> like it, I was embarrassed about it one time when I was caught, you know, and I was embarrassed about it. Like when my dad told like a neighbor, oh, yeah, I caught my son jerking off. And I was, I mean, like, you don't say that shit. But like, like yeah. when my friend's like, oh, like, oh, you probably jerk off at home. I'm like. Yeah, I'm sure you do like, too. Where else are you going to do it? Yeah, like it's like we're 14. It's not like we can sneak out and like just, you know, go to a movie theater like Paul Rubens did. <laughs> just like yeah, May you rest in peace. Um, <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, I, I, totally, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, oh. Um, I was talking about, damn it, we do this all the time. We go on tangents and I lose what I was talking about. Squirrel. I, you see, I know. It had something to do. You were reading off. Uh, you were just like reading off. Oh, okay. So we were talking about because you were saying how you're in your 40s. Yes. And your breasts are still quite perky. Yes. You know, I wouldn't know firsthand, but I would have to agree. I mean, if you want to go and take your bra off and show me. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I would say I agree because I've known you for a while and I don't think your breasts have moved since you were in your 20s. I think they're still on your chest. Yeah. That being said, without getting too creepy. <laughs> So the whole ball dragging thing, I was reading a Playboy one time and I opened it up and after, after the, um, the centerfold, they always have jokes and stuff and then yeah. they have like cartoons and shit, right? Yeah. And there was like an old couple at the beach and you see like the guys wearing shorts and the ladies wearing a bathing suit and they're all old and wrinkly and like behind them, you see their footprints, mm-hmm. but in between the guy's footprints, you see this, oh, like this, line? this, this, it's like two lines right next to each other in the middle. <laughs> Because his balls are dragging on the sand in between his footprints. Oh my goodness. So that was a whole story just to tell you about a cartoon about an old man dragging his balls in the sand. And I'm just afraid that that one day, mm-hmm. that's going to happen to me. I mean, you are getting older. So, do they have plastic surgery? Like, I know they have the whole thing with, um, I know they have the whole thing with, uh, with like, lip rejuvenation. Do you think they have, like, sac rejuvenation? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think we're taking this off into a completely different <laughs> tangent than our than our viewers or our listeners would like. So, I think maybe at this point is a, a good time to stop. So I, I think we got a lot of good red flags. Yeah, we did. Um, we could probably do another show on this. We got got a couple more we could talk about, but I think we hit a quite a few today. Yes, we did. So I, I agree with you. I think we did a good job. Is there a high five? High five. There we go. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we uh, we conclude? Uh, no, I mean, I was going to say one more thing. Like, Oh, uh, yeah. means, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Mean... It's fine. I was going to say uh, inconsistent with planning or being inconsistent, like, and not a man of their word. That's a good one to close on. Yeah. Inconsistency with planning or not, follow, not following not through. Not following through. Yeah, I remember you mentioned not following through. Yes. Explain. So may, we make plans, right? Let's okay. say we make plans to go out, I don't know, Wednesday, right? And um, on Wednesday comes up, and I don't hear from you. Then four or five o'clock, o'clock comes around. Like we were like, we're just gonna hang out, but we don't have any plans. 
Notice how she used Wednesday, by the way. We were supposed to record this show on Wednesday, and I hit myself <laughs> no, no, on the head I was with a barbell. Saying, I was actually saying Wednesday because this is related to an actual situation that happened. Because you're looking today. at me like, yeah, no. like, yeah, this happened earlier this week because I hit my head with a barbell, and that's why I didn't call you. Until, no, I'm just kidding. No. I know, I'm just messing with you guys. So, 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 okay, so you were saying he didn't call you. He didn't call me. It's 4 or 5 o'clock comes around, and um, I message him, and I'm like, actually, I messaged him at like at 2 or 3, and then he's like, doesn't respond back to me until like four or five. Okay. It's like, oh, I just got up from a nap. Um, I'm not up to hanging out today. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he responded, but like it, just like if you're going to make plans and you can't make them, send me a text. I'm, I'm fine with like plans being broken. Y'all be bummed. He woke up with a sore vagina. Yes. Or, uh, you know, never, like, never calling back or never calling or just, like, inconsistent. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll talk about, like, because I know that I have uh, a little bit of an anxious attachment style. And we can talk about that in another time. Yeah. I, 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 could, I, I could see that, um, like, you want to communicate. But, again, you, you're a very communicative person and mm-hmm. you like to be clear on things. Yes. As a, you don't like vaguety. I do not like and that's And that's, to me... You, you could be a little anxious about that in a relationship because I, what I've seen, but at the same token, it's not more anxiousness, it's more clear. You want clarity. Yes. Is what you want. If I don't understand, then I'm obviously, that, that just opens the, the door for like overthinking, right? Correct. So if I understand and it's clear, then the vagueness is clear or cleared up, yeah, then that makes I'm sense. in a much better place. That makes 100% right? sense. Absolutely. I think that's maturity. Yeah. Um, but the whole not following through thing mm-hmm. yeah i've i've been there too where either i've been with someone or i've been the guy that hasn't followed through and i don't i don't if if you're going to be that person then you obviously don't want to be in that relationship because yeah. if if you're avoiding the person hanging out with the person then why are you seeing them in the first place exactly so exactly on that note we can close out can we yes I'm a 10, but <laughs> I'm closing the show early. Um, actually, no, we, we, today this is our longest episode so far. I think we, we surpassed an hour on this yeah, one, didn't we? We did. Just a little bit by a little over a, a little minute. A little bit. It's about, about your nap time. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you like casual conversations on adult situations, please like and subscribe. And uh, we look forward to passing on some more of our intimate knowledge to you in the future. Have a great day. Peace out. Bye.